everyone, welcome again to the Dear Young Adult Podcast. For those of you listening in for the first time, I am Ginika Okoro, and it's great to have you. If you're still shacking up with us and are yet to subscribe, I'm judging you, but I do appreciate you for joining this episode. So please commit by hitting the subscribe button, share with your friends, and let's get this show on the road. On this episode, I have a very special guest, um, and we'll be discussing the topic, how do I get a reset? So we are in the beginning of a new year, and just to make it clear that this is not for just entering a new year, and we'll talk about that later, but I would like my guest, Selim Dile Malinga, to introduce herself and tell us a little bit about her. Um, and we'll kick off the topic. Over to you, Sili. Thank you. Thank you so much. Um, my name is Lindile. I prefer to be called Lee. I am a soul carrier by nature and I enjoy just taking care of my well-being personally, just as a person. But in terms of what I do, I'm currently in corporate. I am an IT. I am a believer, a believer in faith, and I'm an advocate for all things well-being, physical, spiritual, mental. I also really, really love to hear more about what other people say on this topic so I can grow. And I'm looking forward to discussing all things reset. Thank you. Thanks, Aline. It's great, great, great to have you. So if you're sitting in your car, wherever you are listening to this, please give her a round of applause. We appreciate you. Okay. Like I said, the topic is on help. I need a reset. And when I thought about this topic, I was going through a reset um, actually as well. And it wasn't at the beginning of any year. But I think it's very timely that we're doing this now because we are at that time of the year, beginning of the year, where everyone is either goal setting or wrapping up what they did the year before and starting something new or continuing something from last year. You find people doing visioning retreats, you know, um, setting goals for the year because, you know, that those are very important. But I just want to make it clear from the onset that if you need a reset at any point in time, whether it's the middle of the year, middle of the day, whatever it is, whenever it is, you can always reset. And a reset for us is basically stepping back and asking yourself, where did I drop the axe? How can I pick it up again and run with momentum? So that's the conversation we're going to be having today. How do I um, get back my groove? How do I get my mojo back? How do I start living in purpose again and get um, motivated to do what I'm called to do. You know, we get very exhausted and very drained at different points in our lives. Um, and it is important for us to step back and do a reset. So I don't know, Slee, is there anything you want to say about that? Why a reset is important? And what are those things really that make people um, require resets from time to time? Sure. So, oh my gosh, where do I start? You know, um, growing up, <laughs> growing up, we were not told to rest. I don't know about you. We were always playing, playing, playing. 
Only when the time my mom called us in, we'll go back inside the house. And then we'll actually find when we take a bath and, and then we obviously chill. And then we realize how tired our bodies are from all that playing. So for me now as an adult, you know, in my 30s, it's so important to know why we have to reset. And reset, like you mentioned, is not just a yearly resolution. It's like almost... I'm going to even go to say maybe it's a daily thing, you know, because in the Bible, the word of the word of God says that we are given a daily bread, you know, only for today's day, not for tomorrow, not for the next day, not for next year, only for today. And there's a reason why I think Jesus created us in that way, because he knew the importance of making the most of today. Mm-hmm. And as soon as we start thinking about other things, which cause us to stress and uh, to worry to be fatigued we then start getting anxious and having to to take a break and take a reset and uh, i also remember reading a book by robin sharma and he explains the the physical component and how limited we are as human beings and how important routines to be able to be more efficient for the day so I think the reason why sometimes we find ourselves uh, having to having to reset because now we're being forced to. Uh, unfortunately, for some people, people will only reset when they have a heart attack, when mm. uh, they they fall on the floor in their corporate offices. Uh, I remember listening to another podcast by Erin Huffington. I think she writes a popular blog of of some sort in America. And she fell. One day at work, she just fell because her body had taken a strain. You know, you go, 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 go. And then it's like, you think you can go and you can just, mm-hmm. you know, go, go until you don't, your body starts not talking to you. So I'm going to force your body to start talking to you. So to avoid the, our body starts either, you know, like I mentioned, we have anxiety, depression and all these other mm-hmm. things that are, like, are an output of not resetting or not resting. Uh, instead of that happening, we need to be proactive, have routines, you know, uh, fill our days with a routine. For me, it's spending time with God's, having mm. a physical routine fitness, having the right food that's coming into me. Because it's all fun and games. When we were growing up, we eat whatever we want, like, ah, I can get away with it. But actually, what we're eating is actually another big thing, you know. Our foods today have so much things that we don't even recognize. I remember I was, I was watching a movie by uh, Tyler Perry and the lady was saying, if I can't spell it, I'm not going to eat it. So <laughs> another thing, <laughs> another thing about food, we have to know what we're eating because I've realized that if I eat something, I actually act funny and I get restless or I'm high, then I'm really down. Yeah. So there's a reason why all these areas, spiritual, mental, physical, nutrition is so important. Mm. And sometimes if we don't... Uh, our intention about what we put into our bodies which is a temple of god then we end up scratching our heads on why would she have a heart attack at 32 like what's going Mm. on because i think i can run the world but you actually can't you're just a human being you have a body and you are limited so that's why i honestly think it's so important to reset and how we should approach reset as a daily thing if not you know 
but maybe for some of us it could be a weekly monthly quarterly but i think research should just be always on top of our minds wow wow i really like the perspective on daily reset because i was talking about um yearly resets or when you're exhausted or actually to prevent you from getting exhausted a daily reset actually helps you curb that anxiety actually yeah. helps you put things in perspective so i really like that that bit and another thing you said that struck me was a reset is not just in one aspect it's a complete over um a, a, a complete review of your physical mental um spiritual well-being you know and because it all comes together to make you a total human being so if it's in your finances oh well I'm good that you need a reset but you can have a reset in different aspects of your life you know everything so i really liked that part as well so you talked a lot about well-being and um for me just all came together and when you spoke about why we need a reset i think the summary of it is um so that you don't fall become anxious and unable to do what god has called you to do so yes. daily reset is important else you become anxious you become depressed you become worried and those three elements cripple you and you're not able to function optimally i love it i love it okay so now we've talked about why it's important um let's talk about how do we do a reset you know for saying you a daily reset is important or a quarterly reset or even at any point if you wake up that morning and you realize things are not working out the way you plan how do you go about a reset um for me like i mentioned the importance of routine so like for now you know i don't know as soon as i start feeling well actually i do know as soon as i start feeling restless Um mm. I always look so for for example let me just make an example if I look at my my nephew who's who's probably like 4 months or 6 months now um he normally shows that he either needs milk or he needs to sleep and he starts being restless and his mom my sister can clearly see no he needs to take a nap or mm. he needs to do this So I think the same goes with us as adults. As soon as our minds are racing or we are just not ourselves, we're not showing up fully for the day or we just have thoughts racing. You know, sometimes it's different for people, but for me when I feel like I'm too when I feel like I'm too out there, like I want to come back to sleep and then mm. I'll go back. Like uh, I think that's why also in the Bible Jesus disappeared. You know the disciples were like, "Where is he? Where is he? He went. He went MIA because like, uh, uh-uh, you guys, I, I love you, but you guys are taking up my energy." So, but as soon as he came back, dude was like, "Give me a bang!" Healing people and you know <laughs> rebuking demons. So there's power in identifying your triggers when you start feeling restless, when you need to rest. and uh, what you also need to do and what uh what you need to do to actually recover so for me like i mentioned i think having a routine is like key it's the mm. one thing that you have between you obviously and yourself just to make sure that before you even come to work open your emails that i am fed before i'm able to pour out into the world mm. so 
quickly as well like i mentioned when you start feeling anxious i normally switch off like i'll go off social media um even though sometimes i feel like i should be encouraging people i need to send something on social media but then i'm like Mm-mm, maybe they take a break for like two days three days i'll mm. see if i if, if i go back and i still feel some type of way then i'll delete it you know i think all of us have um we know our triggers we know what triggers us i think sometimes as human beings we ignore those things for whatever reason and we think it's normal to just scroll aimlessly you know having all these things because what we watch on tv what we see on social media has a very has a huge impact on how uh, our bodies in terms of mind is also also fed so i also listened more to podcasts like yours as an example I go out, I jog, I sit mm-hmm. in nature, just find myself and just do more things that are very slow. Just this morning when I was journaling, I was thanking God for thank you for the calmness of my countenance because I'm really mm. calm. And I was like I was fishing, you know sometimes when you're so used to a certain pace, I'm like wow, I'm actually calm. This is good. And I was just thanking God of just the peace, you know, and the peace and the calmness. Now I feel like I'm that way now. I can come back and feed other people mm. and feed the world. And also when I do come back, I know what to do and what not to do. So I don't I don't do the same thing I did before that kept me um, you know, starting to feel restless whatever. So I think for everybody it's a different thing. For you it might be maybe going to see a family member getting some advice or just collecting yourself with a friend i don't know people are different but for me it's just going mia you know i think <laughs> jesus jesus did the best uh, blueprint he just disappeared and that's why the disciples asked him can you please teach us how to pray because clearly there's power in prayer not just the miracles they wanted to know how he gained so much strength you know dealing with so much so that would be my take on it oof oof oh i i i should give you offering like you just dropped so many so many nuggets it feels like a sermon and i feel like you know what it's something that we need to pause and just break down and i really like the different things you called out the first being it's important to identify your routines um for me when when i think about these tips because i i, I think like a teacher and i think like yeah. um speaking I, i put it in steps and so i feel like as you were speaking i was just writing out everything you were saying and i'm going to just try and categorize it in steps for those listening and if you're listening we're going to make a lot of references to the bible because it's faith based i cannot tell you what has not worked for me and um same for whichever guests we get on this podcast it's what has worked and i believe that um my faith in jesus and same with silly is fundamental to how we live life and how we fulfill purpose so please um i think you should just you know understand that that is what works you know and sh- you should try it so i'm just going to break it down i think wensley was talking she mentioned um taking a step back you know staying away to refresh and um i think the first thing is actually taking that step back but not just um taking it back and shutting yourself out i think it's a time to you know remember who you are like what's your identity why are you here you know 
and a time to acknowledge um god and god says if you acknowledge me i will direct your path i believe strongly in that and in acknowledging him in that space when you find that you're in a very you know things are not working it just feels like you're in a space of um it's like you're in a, a, a low state you can't really understand what's going on you you seem confused it's like you're just going through the motions take a step back acknowledge him and he says he will direct your path and in acknowledging him acknowledge what has gone wrong what and what that does for you is it reminds you of who you are and whose you are you're not here for yourself you actually just remind yourself on why you're doing what you're doing really that's what acknowledging him does for you and that way it helps gradually you get to this, the point of this is what i this is the real reason for whatever it is i'm doing and for me the second thing and just pulling from all you said is um identifying your routines um when you're identifying your routines it means you just do a an audit of who are the people i spend the most time with you know mm-hmm. do an audit of the people do an audit of you know what exactly it is that has been taking most of your time is it a project what has overwhelmed you is it is it your line leader is it is it church work it can actually be church work you know or whatever yeah. it is that has taken most of your time it's good to do that audit so that you know exactly where the pain points are because you cannot solve for what you don't know yeah so uh-huh. if it's someone that's been toxic in your space you ask yourself i've been spending more time with this person than or i've been speaking to this person more than anyone um, anyone else have they been adding value or when i leave them do i feel drained i recently had an experience where there was someone who for like a, a, a period of about 5 months i was speaking to this person often and i found out that that was where my peace was going not against the person but it just wasn't working and it affected me significantly it affected my ability to pray affected my mm. ability to 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 um just focus it was a major distraction and i identified it in a person not even in in a, an activity and i had to step back you know and it it really did change the trajectory of my year unfortunately that started in october <laughs> november so it felt like we had and i was grateful to even know that this was what was taking my peace you know mm-hmm. so take that time to pause ask yourself is it a person if it's a business or project that has overwhelmed you or has gone left you know just stop pause um give it a pause date and use that time to recalibrate if you don't if you feel like it's something you don't want to pause you can hand it over to someone you know or stop completely i think we do a disservice to ourselves when we think that oh we don't want to stop things because we don't want to be seen as quitters i think there's wisdom in knowing when to stop you know yes there's a lot of wisdom there so that you do you get your a, a sense of why you're doing what you're doing again and then you can continue yeah so it's also part of looking at your routines but looking at your routines for me also means you have to start forming the right habits yeah silly i think you mentioned your exercises you know your reflection your prayer it's about those daily habits so if yeah. you're taking out something are you replacing it with something so start forming those daily habits those consistent habits um start exercising exercising clears your mind if you're anxious it is one one real pill 
that helps clear the mind. It releases endorphins. It gives yeah. you a mood boost. And it's a, after exercising, there, there is no person that have, after exercising, they feel like they did something that was um, a disadvantage to them. Same with prayer. By the time you pray, you cannot say, oh, I wish I didn't pray. Same with exercising. Uh-huh. So <laughs> exercise, it helps you. Then you meditate, you pray, confess, you know, say the right words. So remind yourself of who you are. Your confessions are important in that time because you're trying to reset and get your groove back. Confess the yep. right thing. Do it consistently. You can do it three times a day. You can do it three times a week. Just create a system that works around these habits because it's not just doing it one day intensively and then the next day you let it go. No. You find something, start small. If it's exercising 15 minutes a day or praying 15 minutes a day, do it consistently and build, you know. That way, you're forming a system that supports your purpose. It's like building a good foundation. I don't know. What do you think about that? Yes, definitely. Uh, That's why they say small habits lead to you know the bigger results for whatever reason we think we can exercise for seven days and we'll reach our goals if weight loss is our goal but Mm. that's not the case um so i remember i don't know who said this but they said that um every morning you know these days especially there's a lot of um the, the dialogue is more around affirmations as Christians, mm. we, we have the word of God to declare yeah. as our affirmations. And there's nothing as powerful as affirming the word of God because God washes over his word to complete it. Mm. It's mentioned in Jeremiah. So there's power in the word of God because let's be real. <laughs> the enemy comes in like a flood and he doesn't play games. He knows what he's doing clearly. Mm-hmm. So when you wake up in the morning... It's the, the, the soon as you wake up in the morning, oh, yes, I was, t- I was trying to say, a lady by the name of Mel- Melanie Roberts said that as a five-second rule, as soon as you wake up in the morning, decide how you want to, you know, attend to your day. And that's why as soon as your eyes open, don't try to turn right and left. Immediately get up, even if it's to sit at the back of your bed, but just get up. Because I think as soon as we keep our mind idle, um, it's so easy for the enemy to come in with suggestions. Or oh, maybe you, should, you, you shouldn't exercise. Oh, this 15 minutes thing mm-hmm. you've been doing doesn't work. Or oh, do you really need to do that? So everything, every battle is, is both won and lost in the mind. So if we could achieve, we literally can achieve our dreams and our purposes if we just take care of our, of our minds. Because at the end of the day, we human beings, we're here on this earth and we require physical bodies to function. We're not spirits. Mm. We are made in God's image, but God gave us a body and he requires for us to take care of that body. But if we flood it with unnecessary thought patterns, thoughts become our lives. So I would suggest to say, yes, exercise is good. Eating well is good. But those are the external things that we see. But Mm. the first thing always tend to in the morning because I think the angel Satan was the angel of the morning star so clearly he was good with the morning so as soon as you wake up in the morning you need to wake up and attack your day by fire by force <laughs> <laughs> sometimes, sometimes I will say, 
by fire, by force. I, I, I'm not thinking like this. No way, no way. And I will look at my diary. Oh my gosh, this is the person I'm seeing today. Uh, uh, no, uh, 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 uh. This person is nice. This is a child of God. This is somebody's mother. This is somebody's daughter. So you, so you need to start speaking life to the situation in your mind because mm. already if you start having perceptions of the day that something's not going to work, mm. you know, you're really losing. So I, I, my, I don't know if I. I spoke too loaded. Um, I answered your question with too many things. But I think at the first thing in the morning, tend to your mind because this is what yeah. you have on earth. And then all the other things, the aesthetics, all the things you see, the, the exercising, the, the my routine, it's just really the, the outpouring of what's sitting in your mind because mm. uh, nobody can take away how you decide to attend to your day but you are the, you know, these days they like to say you are the main character of your life. That is the truth. You are the main character of your life. You're an entire main actress in a movie or main actor yeah. in a movie. So you need to tend to making sure that you as the main character are tended to. But first, yeah. within your mind. Yeah, I really like the main character. I say you are the common denominator in whatever it is that happens to you. So you can... You may not be able to change what others are doing or what the circumstances in, but you, how you react, how you respond is a function of how you've trained your mind to respond. So I absolutely agree with that. Um, Sli, can you just give us, um, what do you do when you wake up? What's, what are those things you do when you wake up? Your first 45 minutes to one hour of your day, what do you do? The first, well, the first minutes... <laughs> I have a I have a scripture at the at the back of my phone, uh, but now I know it off by heart. It says uh, it's Isaiah sixty verse one. It says, "Arise, for the glory of the Lord rises mm. to shine upon you." So I was like, "Yo, the Lord rises <laughs> to shine on me." Okay, let me awake. <laughs> <laughs> so I feel like, "Woo, I need to wake up if the glory of the Lord is rising to shine on me." But for me, it just goes to say uh, that, you know, I, there's so much as a Christian, as you know, but I'm not going to try and be too super, super um, preachy in this episode. But there's so much that was, you know, done for us to be here, you know. The least we could do is to, you know, try our best to know the cost of being in this world and what God requires us to do. So sometimes I don't think like that, but that scripture arise for the glory of the Lord rises to shine upon you. Literally mm. just, it's almost like a boost. It just, mm -hmm. you know, makes me wake up. And then secondly, I pray, like I mentioned, I do my devotion time. And a second scripture I would declare is Psalm 5 verse 3 is in the morning I wake up, I make my request and the Lord hears me. So just imagine that that was David. David was a man after his own heart. He was intimate with God and he knows Psalms 5 verse 3. Okay, fantastic. Yes. So David was a man after, after God's heart. He knew God intimately. He knew God heard him. God spoke to him continuously. So those, because we know that the word is God breathed, it's inspired, but obviously uh, there's people in the through God's so just knowing that God hears me, that He arises to shine on me, 
as much as I'm not feeling good, because let me, let's just be honest. There was a series in my life where this did not exist. This routine was MIA. Mm. I didn't even know there was such a routine. And to be honest, when you're in a mental rut, you refuse to even listen to people that talk about such things. You're like, uh-uh, yes. no, that is not my yes. portion. <laughs> like, uh, I remember <laughs> when I used to have a trainer, like, sleep, we wake up in the morning. I'm like, no, I'm not doing that. Not doing that. <laughs> I, don't, I don't wake up in the morning. But now, later on, in 2021, going to, 20, I mean, 2022, I have an appreciation. Oh, that's why it's so important to wake up in the morning. This thing of hoping that the day will go mm. well and I'll do my devotion in the afternoon. Ah, sis, good luck. Good luck. Because uh, your day will toss you full like nobody's business. And that's why sometimes I look, I look at memes and TikToks when they say, this is what happens when you start negotiating. If you should spend time with God in the morning, then throughout your day, you're like, what the, what happened today? Like, I'm so tired. Mm. Ah, mm, Okay. So yeah. I think for me, first things first, devotion, I exercise, I make, I love, to, I spend time break, making breakfast. Breakfast for me is like, I don't know, like a, like a, a board meeting. I have to have breakfast. Wow. If, I don't have, if I don't have breakfast, especially breakfast with color, everything must just look pretty. If I don't have breakfast... <laughs> You are in trouble. So even with my manager, I don't <laughs> like meetings in the morning, like eight o'clock. I'm like, what are we doing? Like, you know, you're not, you're not going to get the best of me if you're going to have a meeting at eight o'clock. So I normally start my day. So you also need to have, a, uh, you also need to be brave enough. Fortunately for the company that I work for, we are very flexible. You need to be brave enough to say, I'm actually good to go from nine o'clock, you know, mm. and not early in the morning because my mornings are for me. And then I'll be mm. good to go after nine o'clock. So it's also setting boundaries at work, setting boundaries with family and friends, and also making sure that you create a start of your day where you are, making sure that, oh, I've ticked all my things, and now I can go into the world. Because even in the Bible, it says that we need to love, your, we need to love our neighbors. First of all, we need to love God. And then we need to love ourselves, obviously, as God loves us. And then we need to love our neighbors. So how can I love you if I'm out here not loving myself? So I'm gonna pour, I'm gonna pour into myself so I can love you. Even the people that don't want to be loved by me, I'm gonna love you either way because yeah. that's just how I feel and that's how I've been. I've now been um, what you call I've been I've been programmed. And there's so much light and so much peace that comes knowing that you know God doesn't come with drama. God doesn't come with a countenance of envy, bitterness confusion as soon as you start feeling that way you need to immediately know that it's the enemy to pray mm -hmm. about it cast it out and so forth but always be in the posture of being salt and um, light because at the end of the day that was the the mandate that we were given that we should be salt and light and be nice even to the people that are not so nice so those, those are the things that we also just that I also just make sure that I I, I program myself when I start my day, because it's not, it's not always the same. It's not always the uh, perfect day. Nothing is perfect, but I make sure that I am, I'm trying my best to, to come into the day prepared, you know? So mm. yeah, preparation is key. I love it. So meditating, I think for me, it's, it's similar. 
waking up and i'll be honest it's not every day it's most days um there are days when i <laughs> jump out and i realize i haven't done it but most days <sighs> um <laughs> I, I i think i start with prayer i actually yeah. start with meditation really because I stay on my bed not doing anything just ruminating on usually scripture because i use the abide app to sleep off and usually there's a there's a scripture that just lingers through the night, you know. So I use it to sleep off. Then I wake up, pray. Um, I exercise in the evening. So that's I took out of the morning. So I don't have to feel under pressure. But I think mm. the, the, the sweetest part for me is the worship and then the confessions. And the, it just, it feels like I have waged war and I have put a gate over my day. And it's so, so empowering, you know, to remember who you are and the who's you are and going in mm. that strength in the morning. So it just helps set the tone for the day. You know, I really liked the part where you said um, having to, to, to the things you ingest, the things you listen to, social media and all. And I think that's for me is like one of the tips on having a reset, you know, as much as you do the, you know, identify the areas where, you drop the ball, you know, what has, you know, shaken your confidence or what has been a distraction um, mm. and you're deciding to form the right habits. Um, I think you have to exchange it with something, you know, you have to find, start listening to the right people, you know, the right information, um, yeah. guard your heart, that intentional consumption. Because um, I remember when I was going through my own reset in October, I remember one day I, if you'd asked me to describe that period, I lost my faith. That was actually how I could describe it. And I remember one day I was sitting on my chair and I was like, so how do I build back this faith? And it just dropped in my spirit. Two things. Um, faith mm. comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. So you have to now find a way to hear the right things. Feed your spirit with the right things. Feed your spirit with the right. It could be messages. It could be a podcast that feeds your soul, you know feed yourself with the right right content you know we we do a lot of content creation but we also should be intentional about the absorption of content that we we accept basically exactly so i really liked that part where you talked about getting off social media um deciding to go into the bible because when we talk about um, affirmations we have the word of god and it's more it breeds life you know so faith comes by hearing and so do that intentional consumption listen to messages you know i decided to listen to the three people i started listening to my um home pastor shout out to pastor um and uh, um i started listening to them every sunday i'll just come back listen to it Bill Johnson was one other person because I loved how he breaks down things, you know. So intentional consumption and replacing the time I spent with this person or the time I spent chatting or about this topic, doing those things that feed my faith helps me build the faith. And the second thing yeah. that became more intentional, you know that part of the scriptures that says um, building yourself in your most holy faith praying in the mm, I started mm. doing it every time like I wouldn't plan it but once I remember it's like I remember I do it for like maybe a stretch of 10 minutes 15 minutes you could be talking to me in a car and 
in my head, I just remember, and I'm doing that intentionally. Because for me, I felt like I did lose my faith in 2021. But I picked it up, you know, in October. And I was grateful for that opportunity to identify what went wrong and start cost correcting. So two ways to do that is intentional consumption, faith-based consumption, or purposeful consumption. And then speaking life through you know, the, the, the language of the spirit in the Holy Ghost. Yeah. Holy Ghost. Amen. I love that. Um, I also love, I, f- I forgot to mention as well, you mentioned worshiping. For me, yeah. worshiping since 2019, um, now, I don't know. Like, I cry every time I listen to a worship song. I don't even know why. Like, I'm <laughs> like, and the, the, my favorite artist is Cece Winans. There's something mm. about her, her, her worship and how she, how she sings to the Lord. Mm. Um, the change that really enlightened me. The songs I used to listen growing up for my mom that are coming back now in my 30s. I'm like, oh, the song. I was like, why am I crying? But there's, <laughs> there's, there's power because the Holy Spirit, you know, that's why he, he, he desires us to worship. And that's why um, sometimes if we don't even know, when we don't know what to say, you know, when we don't know what to do, the spirit makes a way for us. The Bible even says that. And that's why the, the God uh, wants us to worship because worship actually used to be the role of um, Satan. You know, he used to be the angel of worship and he hates it when we worship. I literally, mm. things just disappear in my aura as soon as I worship. So worshiping, worshiping has been actually the... the un- of many things in my life since 2019. Um, similar to you, I also had a, I don't know, I, I, I kind of, I had a like, God, I need to see you now. I don't know what's going on. These, these streets are getting crazy. You know, the street. how, <laughs> these streets are getting crazy. <laughs> how come other people are so happy when they're around you? I also want that, you know. So the, God told me, you need to stop doing this. You need to let go of these people. Um, you need to make peace with what I did in this season. I'm like, oh, okay. And then as soon as I started listening to the Holy Spirit, being more sensitive, then I could experience the joy that suppresses or understand. I'm like, okay, mm. I get it. So I think it's important, like you mentioned, to to identify what you feed into and what you also let go. Because we need to, such as, as, as we grow up, as we get older, there's certain, th- certain relationships that don't feed us anymore. Mm. And... Yes, it's all good and well to say, um, you know, people today are cutting people off, ghosting people off, not in that posture, but in a posture of, you know, what, what Jesus said to the disciples, if you are not received in a home, I need you to get up and go, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. and that's the same thing with us. You mustn't, you don't throw away your pearls before swine, mm. you know, don't do that because like, what are you doing? You're also hurting yourself. So just being honest with yourself, with the people around you and making peace and doing, doing it in a way that is wholesome, not uh-uh, yep. cutting you off. Hi, mm-hmm. No, calm down. Not, not, we are not doing that in the season, but you are cutting, you're, you're not cutting off people, but you are letting go because you've done your best or you know what? Maybe this is not my ministry. This is not my season. Um, I'm here to inspire, but the Lord, only God can change you. So there's certain yeah. things in, in life that we really need to, as we grow up, we, we are faced with tough conversations and things we certainly have to change. All has to do with resets, restarting, mm-hmm. what, whatever. But it needs to happen because if you keep, and you, if you try to keep hold of something with the hopes 
I'm like, girl, boy, what you doing? You know, because mm. only, only God can change a person if it's yeah. a person or whatever. So you need to, because um, relationships do actually impact us very a much. Lot. You know, we, li- we lie to ourselves and say, ah, I don't care what that person No, nah, you actually do. Stop lying. So they do <laughs> actually impact us and we mustn't be uh, oblivious. You know, Paul will say, do not be sh- shocked when these things happen to you as mm. if something strange was happening to you, this is going to happen to you. So mm-hmm. also just own up to the fact that these things are going to happen to you. And, you know, but also pray that God brings in new other new relationships, new destiny Ooh. relationships, you know, yep. for the season that he's taking you as well. I love that part. I was just thinking it when you said it. That's why I was like, oh, like it's <laughs> one thing to say, okay, first of all, I think, one thing you should pray, if you identify that it's a person or a relationship that is taken from you, I think one big prayer you should then pray is, I need courage. Courage to mm-hmm. let go. Because courage is a big part. If you think, if you, if it's a relationship that has you've had for a long time, it takes a lot to severe yourself. And I'm not saying mm-hmm. cut these people off because you're going to love them regardless. But yeah. take yourself from the situation you know, you can love them from afar, you know, if you see them, you are very, very nice to them, you know, if eventually when you've healed, there was a time I, there was someone, I think it was for a space of two years, I couldn't reach out to this person because I was hurt, really Mm -hmm. hurt, and then one day I was in the car, I was just worshipping, I just came out from the gym, I was worshipping, and the Holy Spirit told me, reach out to this person, and when I did, we had a good chat, you know, Mm -hmm. so it was, there, there are times when you just extract yourself from that situation, but you're not cutting the person off. You're loving them from afar. You can pray for them. You know, Bible says pray for those who you you don't how, who despise um despisively use you. How did he put it? So yes, pray for exactly. Them. Like yeah, I I learned to do that. I started praying for this person that um I I I was talking about that was more of a distraction, and I, all that my prayer was, Father, this is also your child. Please help him fulfill purpose, help him or her, or, you know, if it's a, even if it's your family member, help them fulfill purpose, help them um, prosper them. And I learned it from Bill Johnson. He says, when, they are, when he finds, yes. finishes praying for his family every day, he finds one person locally or one person internationally, two people that he prays for them, people that maybe write things against his ministry and think that just criticize him. He doesn't pray for them to stop. He just tells God, Lord, they are also your children. It takes courage to do what they are doing and prosper them. You know, and says, as your soul prospers, that when you prosper them in good health, as your soul prospers, may they find purpose. That's, that's how he prays. And I started doing it two weeks ago. And for me, it changed the way I felt about the situation. But I still, it also gave me courage to say, I really know this is not something I should get back into, you know? So it's all important to pray for courage. And um, in praying for courage, I'm not saying shut out the person um, or what's the word, cancel the person. Pray for the person because there's also mm. a lot going on in them that you don't know about. And it may be exactly. that prayer that swells that, you know. I really like it. And then what Sidney said, ask for the right people to come into your life, that God will connect you to the right people because we do need people. We do yep. need people. I can tell not you. Not an I'm island. Blessed. Yeah, we're not an island. And if I tell you how Sidney and I met, it's so funny. 
<laughs> but now I see that it is purpose that brought us together. So we do need people, you know. And what one month later we're doing this recording. I just met you one month ago, and I feel like yo, I've got a soul sister here, you know. So yes. we do need people. So ask God to lead you to the right people because when he takes out one, he wants to lead you to the right one. You know, it's beautiful to think that we were actually thinking the same thing at the same time. But yeah, I will pause. And I, I don't know, are there any, is there anything else you want to add? Because I think it's been such a rich conversation. No, just maybe one thing to leave maybe the audience is... You know, um, 2021 was done and dusted, but I think one th one thing that makes people sometimes struggle is not achieving certain goals. Um, we need to also be kind to ourselves. Mm -hmm. We are living in a world that's very cosmo in nature. There's so many things that have happened in the past two and a half, well, yeah, two years now. And uh, we need to be proud of the fact that we are still here we still have our minds are still intact mm. as much as as much as the world has been facing so many trials and tribulations this peace and the storm is it's not going to last all it's not going to mm. last always and certain people's goals have been literally been put on hold or dreams have been literally yeah. been put on hold um i think we need to also be realistic in our approach in the in this year celebrate small wins, be able to pause in the small wins, reflect on them, make a big deal about your wins. Yeah. Um, not based on what people say, but based on what you say. Celebrate your day. Um, take each day as a day of just seeking peace, joy, and, mm. you know, love, kindness. And like I mentioned in the, in the beginning, be calm, you know, uh, practically don't rush. You know, I think... Sometimes even our posture as we walk about the day in the shopping centers, whatnot, be very fast, but be gentle with yourself. Walk slowly, take mm -hmm. in the day, be, be present. Yeah. Be present. Look at the person that you're talking to in the till. Ask them how they're doing. And I think the more the more we practice gentleness and being present, the more we actually realize how much we actually have and how much we actually have to be grateful for. So I just want to leave that with the audience and pray for 2022 to be a divine year of breakthroughs, restorations, and all mm. these other awesome things. And uh, make sure that you keep the main thing, the main thing, and don't major on the minors. Mm. Keep the main thing, the main thing. I love it. Um, guys, I think this has been such a rich conversation. And going into 2022, I would leave you with, it's going to be a scripture. Um, and it is Psalm 27, verse 11. It says, teach me how to leave, O Lord. Lead mm. me along the right path. It's so simple, mm. but teach me how to leave. You know, when you ask God to teach you to know how to leave, he will teach you how to leave. You know, and yeah. it, it says in life we'll have so many tribulations, but it says be of good cheer. So don't lose your joy because he no. has overcome the world. Yeah. So enjoy being alive. Intentionally enjoy being alive and ask God to teach you how to live in 2022. Yeah. Um, it's been such a pleasure, Sidi. I'm grateful we're able to do this finally. <laughs> and <laughs> Me too. I'm hoping we can do a lot more in the year coming and even in yes. the future 
thank you for honoring this invitation. You've been such a blessing. And for those listening, um, feel free to send um, Slee a message. Please, what's your social media handles? Um, uh, it's at, for Instagram, it's at Slee, uh, S-L-I, Malinga, M-A-L-I-N-G-A, and underscore. I'm not on Facebook. I also have a YouTube channel, which is yeah. uh, Slee, which is called Slee Malinga. So you can check me out on there as well. Fantastic. All right. Enjoy, everyone. And thank you so much, Slee, for doing this again. Thank you. Thank you, you too. And have a lovely 2022. Yes. Let's do this. Yes, let's do this. <laughs>